Hello and welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. I'm Dr. Eileen Hale, the COO of TTELT. And today is a special day. It's July 1st. Wow, can you believe it? We've made it to 2021, <laughs> July 1st. This month in particular is a very special month for our organization and our listeners. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about the independent teacher in honor of July 4th in America. Yes, happy 4th of July, almost, from the United States of America, our Independence Day. We thought it would be fitting to have a podcast for you all on the independence of teachers. And as I happen to be born on the 4th of July, I opted to offer this podcast for you in honor of my birthday and our fundraising event for this month of July. So today I'm gonna to be talking to you about what it means to be an independent teacher. As teachers, I think it's in our nature, and especially me being born on this day, <laughs> to be very independent creatures. But I'm gonna to talk to you today about two aspects of independence as teachers. First, how to be independent within community, and second, how to be an entrepreneurial teacher. So let's think about this. I've learned in education that we all, by the nature of our careers and out of necessity, need to be independent. Given that we have our own classrooms most of the time, sometimes we share these classrooms, but most of the time we have our own classroom and our own group of students. That said, we all need to be part of a community to foster our independence. What do I mean by that? The supportiveness of a community offers resources, offers encouragement, advice, and most importantly, often ideas, ideas that we can share with one another that we may need in our individual classrooms to enhance them, to make them grow and be even better than they are. So I'm gonna take a few minutes to talk to you about how to encourage teachers, regardless of your situations, to build community with what you have right here and now. So a couple of aspects and areas within which I would encourage you to build these communities to enhance your independence may seem like an oxymoron, but in essence, it really isn't. We build ourselves as independent leaders through a strong community. Your colleagues are first and foremost. Within your school setting is one possibility, obviously, the teachers you work with. This could be in your school and or university or learning center, wherever you may be teaching. Build rapport relationships, again, to share ideas, to share resources, to encourage each other when we're having challenging days. We need that support system to maintain and grow our independence. Even if you may or may not have such a supportive learning environment at your individual school, reach out to colleagues in other neighboring schools or even outside of your country, outside of your home of residence. That's part of why we exist, T-T-E-L-T, to offer that sense of community on a global level. We are here to provide resources for you, 
provide support system for you, mentoring you as you need, and be that community for you globally. Join our teacher talks at the end of every month. We'll talk about later in this podcast, but that's a way that you can build your community outside of your own school setting. Another aspect is within your administration, those who you work with. These people can be, I know, pro and con, but hopefully the pro, they can be extremely supportive of you as an educator and building your independence. I'll give you a quick example of one that was very successful for me when I was teaching at a university in Los Angeles area. I was encouraged by the Dean of the Global Studies Department in which I was working to apply for a grant. So of course I jumped on the opportunity. This is back in my mid twenties when I was very entrepreneurial and apt to jump on any opportunity that came my way. Having lived and worked overseas already, this is an opportunity to develop service learning programs in Zacatecas, Mexico. So after I was awarded the grant, I started six week intensive programs, taking students to Mexico to immerse themselves in Spanish. These were American students from Los Angeles as part of their degree. Well, they immerse themselves in service projects in the community and in family homestays. They developed excellent language acquisition proficiency through this opportunity. But going back to the community that I was part of, my administrator encouraged me to jump on this opportunity. So work with your administrators, see what they will encourage you to do and resources that they can provide and offer you to help you become even more independent. Parents and family members of your students are a great source of community and building you as an independent teacher. Parents are amazing. I am a parent and I've worked with many, many parents and we all love to help teachers help our kids, help our students. Even if they're not kids, they're high school or older, even university, we still love to support you as an educator in supporting our children. So look to your parents and your community members, family members of your students as a resource to build you up as an independent teacher. They can come in with food with creative crafts for your classroom, with all sorts of things that you might not have the ability to bring to your classroom with all the other demands on you as an educator. And reach out to your broader community, the surrounding entities within your community. I'll give you a couple of quick examples, even churches, places of worship, or for example, the local YMCA we have in America in many cities across the country. These are recreational centers, but they're very much community centers. And when I was teaching English to refugees in Boise, Idaho, I reached out to our local YMCA as a place where we could practice our English in a very hands-on environment with our refugee students. They readily opened the doors and welcomed us to partner with them. In doing that, it opened many more doors for me to get a cadre of volunteers, Native American speakers, to partner up with our refugee students and help them with their English language skills. So just one quick example of how you can resource, use your community as a great resource for you to be even more independent within your community. The more ways you're plugged in, the more successful you can be 
as an independent teacher. Why? As I mentioned and made reference to, think about if you have children, we want our children to become independent, ultimately, hopefully. <laughs> and at least in America, that's usually our mantra, raise them and let them fly and sail on their own. But to do that, we also need to give that safe environment and the home that they can come back to when they need encouragement, when they need maybe resources, like during COVID, many children in America went back home during this time. We give them a source of safety and encouragement to again, go out into the world. So use your resources and your community to be that source of strength for you. Think about when you got your first teaching job. Did you just send your resume to a hundred different schools to get that job? Or maybe you had a connection through a colleague, through a friend, through a relative to help you get that foot in the door. All these connections are very valuable, both for your first job, for future jobs, keep those connections, grow those connections because ultimately they will lead you to many more opportunities throughout your lifetime. Now I'm gonna share the second part of this discussion is how to become an entrepreneurial teacher. While I was teaching at Boise State University in the bilingual education department, we would have monthly opportunities to partake in faculty workshops. These were workshops that covered many different topics but they were there to enhance us and to teach us things for our own personal and professional growth. Well, one professor shared his experience working as a Fulbright scholar in Brazil. And he applied to the scholarship, was awarded it, went to teach for a year and then came back to the university to share his experience with us. Well, of course, loving to work overseas and learn other languages and cultures, this intrigued me and caught my attention. So what did I do? Yes, you got it. I applied for a Fulbright scholarship. At this time, I couldn't spend a whole year abroad, but Fulbright also has specialist positions. So when I was gratefully and thankfully awarded this opportunity, I was able to go as a specialist, a short-term assignment to work as an, with a Fulbright specialist program in Belize with the University of Belize in Central America. This op opportunity opened so many doors for me that when I came back to the university, I then engaged with other professors to take groups of university students to Belize as part of a university course across the disciplines where students studied aspects of what it meant to do service in other countries while learning language and teaching English as part of their service project. This ultimately led me to become a real entrepreneur when I started my own organization outside of the university to continue doing international service learning projects. I did this with university students, high school students and adults across age all the way up to the 80, 80 year olds who came with us to participate in service projects. It was a phenomenal opportunity with which with I really grew in my entrepreneurship skills. I encourage you to think outside the box, one of our previous episodes, how you can become more independent if that's what you want. Um, look at all of us at TTELT. We've worked in different countries from Japan to Djibouti to Albania and more. These are just some examples of ways to be independent. Fulbright and English language fellow 
specialist programs in the United States have offered us these opportunities. Fulbright also does offer opportunities for international teachers to come to the United States on exchange programs. So in our notes, we will have opportunities for you to learn about Fulbright, as well as other types of scholarships in your areas to continue looking for these opportunities. These are just a few quick examples of how you can become independent, but I'm gonna summarize with some teaching tips. These are just scratching the surface for the tip of the iceberg. Build and maintain community within and beyond your classroom. Seek out mentors to encourage your independence. Seek out opportunities beyond your classroom, as I've mentioned. These are American opportunities, I understand, but I know many countries throughout the world have similar types of scholarship grant programs for teachers to work overseas. Um, individualized even tutoring in your country or city is also a great way to be more entrepreneurial and obviously earn some extra money. Finally, one that I didn't even put in the notes just occurred to me is interpreting work. When I worked in Albania, a lot of faculty members I worked with worked independently and more entrepreneurially as independent contractors doing interpreting. So there are many ways to be an independent teacher. Again, this is just the tip of the iceberg, but I hope it will help motivate you to follow your dreams within your current position and beyond and celebrate our wonderful 4th of July, wherever you are, if you'd like to celebrate our independence and my birthday. We are having a special fundraiser this year in honor of my birthday and TTELT, we wanted to invite you to participate so that we can continue increasing our bandwidth, reaching more teachers globally. To date, we have reached over 25 countries where teachers are accessing our podcasts and YouTube and live workshops. So please share with your colleagues globally and regionally so that we can spread the word, encourage each other, support each other to be even greater English language teachers, offering opportunities for others to enhance their career opportunities globally. Join us this month for, this is my special month, my secret sauce workshop will be on Saturday, July 17th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't already listened, that podcast has been recorded. You can listen to it in, you can access it on our website. And at the end of this month on July 30th, Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be doing a workshop to go a little more in depth on ways to become an independent teacher we invite you to participate with us and share your stories of how you have become independent. Finally, at the end of every month, we have our TTELT Talks, where you share with us and we have discussion on urgent matters that are pressing for you to talk about and share with your colleagues. This is a sense of community building that we offered for our listeners and participants so that we can encourage, support, give you resources that you may or may not have to enhance your teaching. Thanks for participating today and please share ttelt.org with your colleagues and friends, our Facebook, and of course our July fundraiser. Even 
a dollar, five dollars helps us produce podcasts, offer scholarships for professional development courses for our teachers globally that may or may not have access to the professional development that we have here in America. Find us on our Facebook page for the Rhodes Education Foundation. That is our 501c3, where you can donate to this project and program of Rhodes Education Foundation. Thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you later this month. Feel free to email or contact us with any comments or questions at tteltinfo at gmail.com. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. Again, happy July 1st, happy 4th of July, and I hope to see you later this month for my live workshops. God bless everyone. Bye.